두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 We believe in things you can't understand. This is a Halloween episode. Superstitions. Late working in the lab trying to create a new a new kind of marijuana. And then the monsters started mashing. Monster mash. Monster mash. Monster mash. Wait, the monsters are smashing? Monster mash. People always try to put that Stevie Wonder song Superstition on a Halloween playlist. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that song's not. uh, Stevie Wonder's not singing spooky music over here. No, also, like, the concept of superstition isn't, like, inherently spooky or anything. (laughs) Oh, no, I think you're wrong there, sir. If it's not from Lord Jesus, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then I I believe it's witchcraft. And therefore, spook him. Yeah, if he was doing that, though, he'd be like, heathenistic, better there. Uh, man, a bug bit me on my arm, and it hurts. What kind of bug was it? Was it a black winter or a dreaded brown recluse? Oh, no, bit me right on the tattoo. Right on your tutu? I'm a tattoo. It's fucking superstition. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to be doing that. All. It's the, the, the juice box karaoke Spot. one. Superstition, bite me now. Are we recording? Yeah, I've started already. We got all this. This is content. (laughs) This is fucking content sewer, Big Papa Pumpkin. Welcome to my cabinet of curiosity. Shut up. (laughs) Guillermo's not his own cabinet. You can't get a cabinet now. I just like Guillermo del Toro's cabinet of curiosities. I've got uh, one really good story, one pretty good story, and uh, six uh, boring. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, curious. Ooh, <laughs> curious. I've only watched the first one so far, uh, which is okay, I guess. Uh, I don't yeah, think that's one of the good um, ones. Yeah, I was, um, so obviously the Panos Cosmatos episode is the best. Um, I was thinking, like, if I was one of the directors for Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Um, look at me, this is my cabinet. And I, like, you know, filmed my episode, did everything, blah, blah, blah. And then I went to go watch it and watched the Panos Cosmatos episodes. I'd probably hate myself. I'd probably want to kill myself because it's like, uh, like, if I was going to direct something, like, I want motherfuckers to know I directed it, you know? It's like six episodes of Cabin of Curiosities. Like, anyone could have fucking directed those things. They look like, they're like, visually, oh, the visual awesome. impact is like... High budget Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. And then the Panos Cosmos episode is like fucking insane. It's like the only one that looks cinematic. And if you're going to do something like that, fucking, I don't. You know, Kyle, you're actually expecting a lot out of, uh, of these directors, I think. You know, not everybody is a, a, a Pasmos Cosmos a Steven Spielberg. Uh, I was thinking about that in broader terms, too. Like, um, 
it's weird that there's so many directors that are just kind of uh just competent workers right they don't have like a visual style or impact or anything but like all the well-known memorable directors you know it's their fucking movie when you watch it right like spielberg or wes anderson or david fincher or panos cosmonos or Andrew Dominic, you know what I mean? You, it's fucking yeah. This is their movie, but there's so many people just out here. Fucking anyone could have made this shit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, that, I mean that's piece. true of not of not just the the directing too, but the I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have some in the first episode, but the writing as well. I'm gonna assume is because the first episode is like yeah, I've I've read this short story before. I mean, not exactly the same thing, but it's like yeah, I've seen I've seen this. Or read this. Well, that's the thing too. So, like, one of them, a couple of them, are Lovecraft adaptations later on, right? Mm-hmm. And my thing is like, if it's just going to be an adaptation of Lovecraft, which is already like, who gives a fuck, you know? But at least like try to make it interesting. But it's like, no, it's not going to look interesting. We're not going to do anything visually or sonically. None of that's going to be interesting. It's just going to be H.P. Lovecraft shit. Like an episode of the Twilight Zone produced by Jordan Peele. And then a lot of the stories they're like um they're based off of, you know, stories like Guillermo del Toro wrote. And it's like very clearly a Guillermo del Toro story, but not directed by Guillermo del Toro, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty disappointed in most of them. Um uh the third or the fourth one is Anna Lily Amirpour. Hers is alright. And then the Panos Cosmonos one is really good. And then the rest of them are like, uh, that's content, baby. Content. Hey, that's look at my key cabinet baby. of content. Honestly, though, um, right on Guillermo del Toro. He's got, he's a successful dude now. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to, you know, have my friends direct some shit. That seems, that seems like a fun thing to do. Very much like uh, Adam Sandler figure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'm Adam Sandler. Someone give me a bunch of money. I'm just going to have my friends fuck around for a little bit. And they did the Midnight Monster Hop. Dracula was creeping. Yeah, that fucking song. <laughs> Dracula was here and there was a wolf man. It's like fucking Halloween, baby. Woo! Halloween, Dracula, Monster Mash. That's the fucking song that they played. I love all the Halloween novelty songs. Especially because it's like Monster Mash was a success, and then it's just a bunch of like other like. Are we gonna do Monster Mash? Yeah, we're doing Monster Mash. Yeah, just a bunch of other like rockabilly like '60s guys. Like, all right, we're gonna get big with our version of Monster Mash. The Midnight Monster Hop. Halloween, Halloween. Actually, I love that shit. That's what I like. I like rockabilly. Uh, Here's some real spooky news. Some spooky world news. Manny Pacquiao, it was in Korea. Doing what? Uh, I don't know. I w- was watching Running Man, as I've been wanting to do recently. I watched like the recent episode, the Korean show, not the uh, Stephen King movie adaptation. Yeah, the, the Korean variety show, reality show, adventure. I don't know what the fucking whatever. Manny Pacquiao was there. They handled Manny Pacquiao playing games and shit. I was like, what the fuck is Manny Pacquiao doing? He's trying to get that money. Isn't he retired from yeah, but he, fighting he's and also. Politics? I thought he was politicking still. No, he's term ended. I think. And but he's he was doing something. President. Yeah, he's doing another politicking. He was gonna run for president, but um, wait, maybe he did run. He didn't win though because his his friend did the won again, right? 
Yeah, I you know, honestly, I stopped following Philippine politics because there's too much interesting stuff going on in my own neighborhood. Yeah, I don't know what he's up to. Something in Korea. I, I, I do remember him going to try saying he was going for president. I actually think he did sort of run for president, but it was I feel like not a an honest attempt. That's weird. Manny Pacquiao kind of sucks, at, like politically. No, it was, you know, real <laughs> shocking, right? And that's when you're successful. Good for, the him. Good for him as an athlete and stuff. He is a phenomenal boxer and stuff. But um, remember, <laughs> he said uh, he said gay people are worse than animals. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing in Korea on Korean television? It's crazy. Wow, those Koreans, they, they, you know, they are real up on their LGBTQ rights. They don't like them too much, do they? <laughs> Bunch of people died in the Itaewon. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I read that and I guess saw that a bunch of times. I saw someone on Twitter was uh, trying to... This is all because of Western hegemony and American imperialism. Why, because they the should Halloween even party? Be, yeah, Korean people shouldn't even be celebrating Halloween. This is Halloween's fault. Well, I mean, like, Korean people still could celebrate something else, you know? Well, it's also, I thought it was like, just more um, of a fact of, like, hey, we've been cooped up for a couple years, let's fucking rock. And it's like, oh, we've rocked too much. And well, there's been like, very little control over our rocking. I think it's uh, just the um, same reason this happens around the world in other large crowds and events is uh, they just didn't crowd, set up poor, very well. Crowd control, yeah. But um, now it's Halloween. It's because America gave them Halloween. Well, the Irish gave everyone Halloween. You're welcome. Also, I think it's probably a pretty universal uh, desire to want to dress up and party. You know what I mean? I don't think they needed American imperialism for people to want to party in Korea. They like to party in Korea. (laughs) America just conquered the world with Halloween. Yeah, and their they... cheap vinyl masks and their candy corn. Ah, uh, candy corn. It's a joke the candle makers have been playing on us for over a hundred years, and we just keep buying it. I guess, I mean, there is a lot of Western hegemony and American imperialism and American cultural imperialism that has negative effect on the Korean Peninsula and most of the world, but I don't think it's Halloween's fault, you know? No, I blame Halloween specifically. Maybe, maybe but, even Adam Zama. That's Twitter for you, huh? Well, it's Elon Musk owns it now. It's going to uh, be yeah, great. I believe, I believe he actually invented Twitter. <laughs> Not yet. They haven't gone that far yet. I'll give it a couple of days. They got to rewrite the charter. Yeah, that's what happens is he buys some shit, and then uh, people just start saying he invented it. He invented rockets. Did you know that? <laughs> I heard he invented Mars. He also uh, recently invented comedy on Twitter. Yeah, comedy's back. It. I heard that. Um, and so then he, he told a really man. funny joke about Nancy Pelosi's husband that everyone was dying about. Oh, you mean Nancy Pelosi's husband who was attacked by his left-wing gay lover? <laughs> yeah, the guy, very noted left-wing. It's all over his uh, social media feeds how left-wing he was. Did you read his review of Black Adam? <laughs> Unfortunately. Like yeah, everybody else in America. <laughs> I like yeah, it's cool that like he's just some like diaper eating right wing groiper baby talking piece of shit, huh? Yeah, um, why doesn't anybody want to read my review of Black Adam? Yeah, you got better attack Paul Pelosi. <laughs> no, he's, uh, you got to do it someone on the other side. Kevin McCarthy's uh, he's gonna get a bit right. That's fair. That, you know, like a day after, like I think today, he's like, oh, I can't wait to get the garrafle out of Nancy Pelosi's hand. It'll be funny if I'll be, have to resist the urge to hit her with it. I'm like, that's real cute, you fucking piece of shit. We should hogtie that man and just drag him through the streets. I think you should. It's, you still got to attack Nancy Pelosi because um, 
It'll just make it funnier that they the Pelosi just keep getting attacked. And then also, <laughs> they'll be able to continue like the oh the lawlessness of San Francisco. Yeah, that was the funniest thing though too. Right after it happened, Fox News was like, "Oh God, crime! Sure can happen everywhere, can it?" That's that's the problem with San Francisco though is they don't have a stalwart defender like Hubie Halloween. <laughs> yeah, if they had a real a Hubie type to monitor the area. Yeah, a real fucking uh, busybody, huh? <laughs> Yeah, what? He's not really doing anything all that useful. Just kind of being an ass. All right, <laughs> let's get to it then. Fuck the current affairs and events and politics. We're watching Netflix Originals as a content sewer. Big Papa Pumpkin here for the last time. Next week, I'll be somebody else. Sean Carpenter for the last time. Next time, he'll be Sean Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, this is another John name we can do. Uh, uh, Sean Ford. <laughs> John Ford. I've th- been thinking about getting because I've been reading spooky books right for the last month, but now I'm thinking what mm-hmm. what what flavor do I want to do next? I'm thinking westerns for uh, November. West- November seems like a western munch- month. Month. Uh, for me, um, November through like February is like, sad just, movies. Yeah, sad. Yeah. I gotta think about my life. Yeah, it doesn't have to be sad necessarily, but like really emotionally resonant. And yeah, I think about my life. Think about my life. What's the meaning? What's the purpose of all this shit? But we're capping off the spooky season with one of the greatest Halloween films ever made. That's right. Hubie Halloween. Netflix presents Hubie Halloween. Um, I've been hyping this up a little bit in my own head. I was just like, you know what? I have a good feeling about Hubie Halloween. I think it's actually going to be pretty good for a dumb little Halloween movie. And um, you know what? It was all right. Yeah, it's I not bad like for a dumb <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like, uh, anytime Stu Buscemi was on screen, I'm like, okay, you know what? I kind of enjoy this movie. Except for he shared a lot of screen time with Rob Schneider. Uh, you know, with Adam Sandler, what are you going to do? You know, he's got to take Rob Schneider with Adam Sandler. The uh, PP joke with Rob Schneider was pretty funny, though. There's some good gags in this movie. Like, stupid shit. Stupid Adam Sandler shit. But I was laughing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was laughing. I was carrying on. Yeah, you know, I guess anytime Adam Sandler is doing a voice, you kind of know what you're you're in for. Like his yeah, best comedy the, movies are are not him doing. The I don't know. It's, Billy Madison, he does stupid voices once in a while, right? That's you know that's that's part of his shtick. Yeah, I guess you can argue Waterboy is an exception to the rule too, mm-hmm. right? But I don't know. As soon as this movie started and he was doing dumb Hubie voice, I was like, hmm, okay, let's see where this goes. <laughs> Ah, Kevin James. Let me read the synopsis here. Despite his devotion to his hometown of Salem and its Halloween celebration, Hubie Dubois, oh, I thought his name is Hubie Halloween, <laughs> is a figure of mockery for kids and adults alike. But this year, something is going to bump in the night, and it's up to Hubie to save Halloween. Whoa. Damn, what a synopsis. IMDb, you're killing it. Uh, it is crazy that he is just like the nemesis of an entire town, right? Like ninety eight percent of the town fucking hates this guy. I get it that he's a goddamn busybody, but he does not deserve the fucking derision he gets from these people. Oh, oh lord, <laughs> what what did he? What happened that I'm not aware of? Yeah, I mean, you know, you read they, about that a... story about the like the one town where there's like this guy that like kept getting off. He's just a huge prick. He like you know he molested a bunch of people, like assaulted people. And then, you know, you find out he was shot in the middle of the street and there's a bunch of witnesses and everybody's like, I don't know what happened. I didn't see anything. And you're like, well, that guy yeah, probably deserved like- it. And then you see this movie. You're like, well, maybe I was wrong about that guy. 
Well, so there, there's a little montage of him like snitching to the police about random stuff, but none of it seemed like I don't think I would put a hit out on him for anything he was snitching about, you know? Yeah, also the police just ignored him and thought he was annoying. So like, none of those people got in trouble. It's just like everybody agreed that he's just a busybody and we should ignore him. But also, let's torment the fuck out of him. Well, at the end of the movie, they, uh, I guess we'll get to it. We, uh, we learn a little something about bullying. There's a lesson in this film, kind of. Lesson about bullying. Uh, this movie is directed by Stephen Brill, who is a guy that directed a bunch of other Adam Sandler shit, if you can believe it. You know, Sandler directed- likes to keep his friends close and his enemies probably like in a box somewhere. He also directed some TV series about the Mighty Ducks. Oh, he did the Mighty Ducks shows? People like that. I haven't watched it, but a lot of people on the internet seem to like that shit. Yeah, there's a lot of dumb people who like the fucking Karate Kid show. uh, Your nephew likes the Karate Kid show? Okay, that doesn't count because I'm he's the kid who's just like, oh, this is interesting, rather than like a 40-year-old who's like, I remember a Karate Kid. I love stuff from uh, when I remember. Which is, I, that's like 70% of content now. It's <laughs> just completely arrested development. And I was thinking about, uh, someone pointed out that there was, um, Alan Moore. Reagan, of course, during the Reagan administration, oh. uh, they changed the laws so that it was, you, it was now legal to market directly to children in the eighties, right? Yeah. During the Reagan administration. Well, that's kind of what responsible for the boom and then sort of the bust of car Saturday morning cartoons, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but the the just the constant marketing that uh, people experienced in the eighties and like early nineties, um, children their brain is yeah, it, it specifically is what led to uh, all the shit that we have now, where people are just they just love products, you know. Love well, how products. do you explain you and me? We were we were definitely exposed to a lot of shit. Uh, punk rock. Mm, I don't know. I mean, for sure, it's I- punk rock for me. Punk rock, like, absolutely uh, changed my brain when I was in, like, high school. Specifically, like, Crass and the, um... Oh, that reminds me, rest in peace to DH, the drummer from Dead Kennedys passed away. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Uh, yeah, punk rock is what did it to me. People say it me with the anti-consumerism and shit like that. But uh, it made sense to me. I was like, you know what? Everything does seem like bullshit. I kind of smelled it since I was, like, six years old. Smell bullshit in here. Smell like bullshit. But anyhow, uh, yeah, he also directed um, movie forty three, one of the segments in movie forty three, I guess. Drill bit Taylor, without a paddle, Mister Deeds, Little Nicky, Heavyweights. He's the director of Heavyweights. That's a classic, a childhood classic with Keenan. That's how he was able to get um, Ben Stiller for the cameo in the beginning, where he brings back a character from uh, Happy Gilmore, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of uh, Sandler's friends show up in this movie. A lot of friends showing up for a paycheck. It's kind of cute, honestly. If I was Adam Sandler, I'd just put my friends in shit, too. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if you're uh, going to be on a movie set for a couple months, who do you want to hang out with? Just hang yeah, with fucking Jared Leto or, or a bunch of cool people? Tim Meadows is who I want to hang out with. <laughs> Fuck yeah. There's a reason Tim Meadows was on SNL for 20 years. Because he's a black man and they wouldn't give him any leading roles, so he had to stay <laughs> alive. So I was I was hoping for a more uh, happy answer. No, no. <laughs> he did. No he was the ladies' man. He had one. He had one movie. That's true. <laughs> uh, 
this movie is also written by Adam Sandler and his friend Tim Hurley. Tim Hurley has been his co-writer since like before Saturday Night Live. He was like his roommate when they did like the prank call shit. He's like he's day one. Dude, stick with your day one homies. That's what Adam Sandler did. Adam Sandler actually seems like he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> a real mensch. Is that I think we really have you never heard a bad story about Adam Sandler? You can think of people that have no, I'd be a bad one out there. I've definitely never heard a bad one. No, not particularly. He's pretty good at basketball. <laughs> Jewish stereotype. I knew it. That's crazy. That yeah, you were the, over there, Kyrie Irving. I hear you. That's crazy that back in the day, like basketball was like, oh, that's that's the game for Jewish people. <laughs> like a 1930s racist would be like, you can't play basketball. That's for Jews. <laughs> Or uh, modern day Kanye West, he won't let his kids play basketball because it's for shoes. No, it's for the black Israelites. Probably invented basketball or some shit. Oh hell yeah, the real Israelites. Uh, yes, yeah, so we got Adam Sandler, Kevin James is in it, Sandler buddy, Steve Buscemi, Rob Schneider, Tim Meadows, Maya Rudolph, uh, Ray Liotta's in it. I don't know if he's a Sandman body buddy, but he's in it. Rest in peace, to Ray Liotta. Uh, Keenan's in it, SNL guy. I guess maybe. Well, he's he's buddies with the director, huh? Yeah, Back from heavyweights. So they really go way back. Uh, we got um fucking George Wallace is in it. Shaq's in it. Ben Stiller's in it. Adam Sandler's daughter's in it. His wife's in it. Oh, and we got another Stranger Things in it. Another Stranger Thing kid is in it. Which Stranger Things kid? I didn't, I didn't recognize the Stranger Things kid, but I wasn't really paying attention. I guess is in um. So his love interest. Oh, one of the the daughter, the older son, the son, the, the son, son, of the, son is the son of the Stranger thing? thing. I don't remember who, who's he in Stranger Thing. He's like the in the first season, the kid that gets snatched. That's that was the little kid from Stranger Thing. I was not paying close enough attention to the movie. Apparently, let me check. Yeah, Noah Noah Snap. That's Stranger. Noah, thing. That's a Stranger Thing. You're right. It's a Stranger Thing. I guess I don't that's recognize him on the bowl thing. cut. Yeah, he looks a lot better without it. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Been, they haven't changed his haircut yet, huh? No. Uh, he's gonna see you gotta know you're in a stranger shit. thing. Uh Colin Quinn's in it for a second. Some other like um SNL bitch uh like guys in it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that like one of the skinny white boys from SNL. <laughs> like the modern SNL Oh yeah, boys. yeah, I know where yeah, he's in it. I he's he's the one of the haunted house people. Can't yeah. remember his name, but you, I saw him last night on Saturday Night Live. Uh, uh, Jack Harlow was awful. Please never let him do anything ever again. Maybe don't ever let him speak in public. Who's that? Jack Harlow. He hosted oh, and cool. did the music, and uh, he should have just done the music. He's um that like kissy boy rapper, right? Yeah, He's the a kissy white guy. Boy. Yeah, kissy boy, nice. white boy. Uh, yeah, I don't like white rappers. <laughs> I just for, um, I can't get over the fact he's from Kentucky. Miller. It's just yeah. He seems like he'd be from Kentucky. Someone on the internet said he looked like if Post Malone um, decided he was going to be a philosophy major. Now I can't unsee it. <laughs> Jack Harlow. Oh Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, Shit. that's where we're at. You know, the kids like him. That's what Sam was trying to bring in the kids. Kids like him? Are you sure? I think kids like him. Well, like you know, like obviously, what's a kid to you these days? You know, uh, like six, a- sixteen to twenty-four, we'll say. Probably like him, right? No, a little bit younger. He's popular with like real teenagers. He's a white boy rapper, <laughs> he's, and he's not Mac Miller. <laughs> I think he's pretty popular. I'm pretty sure he's popular. 
That's I'm crazy, real. Dude. I'm like real sure he's popular. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe not as popular as you and me, but oh, I find it hard to believe. Um, there's also a woman in this named uh, China Ann McLean who plays Miss Taylor. Um, she's a cutie, but I just wanted to bring her up because uh, the part when he goes to the school and she like clowns on that old oil kid. That's pretty funny to me. It's funny to imagine a teacher just saying some shit to a kid like that. Because <laughs> you fucking butt-faced ginger <laughs> reading at a second grade level. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so the synopsis uh, is a real, a real teasing synopsis, right, for Hubie Halloween. It doesn't really explain what the film's about. Um, the film's not Hubie really about nothing. It is it is definitely one of those movies where like, oh shit really be happening, huh? Like gag it's just like gag to gag. Like, all right, we're at a different scene now. Some shit's happening. There's gonna be some jokes, maybe. Um, shockingly, this movie like actually looks pretty good for a Netflix movie. Did you notice that? Yeah, like, like the lighting was really like what are you guys I'm like, what are you guys doing? It looks kinda pretty. Yeah, like anytime any of the scenes that are like around the the drive-in, the forest area, the haunted house, like there's a section of it where I was like, this is fucking still like way too many cuts, which is to me the sign of like a commercial film director, you know, like a you know, a worker film director, you know, mm-hmm. person who they don't let the does. camera linger, uh, you know, so we can take yeah. in the scene. Right, but um, some of it does look pretty good. I was shocked. Uh, it's like uh, we have to remember this guy has been around the the hill the the town for a while. Yeah, he's been making movies for a long time. That's true. But yeah, I mean, it's like Netflix digital, so it's like or it could be a TV show, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, so that's cool. What's really going on in the movie is Hubie Halloween is he's a busybody in town. He's a, a man child, if you can believe it. I'm Sandler playing a comical man child. Uh, everyone fucking hates him. Like, like really, the fucking the real mean to this guy for some reason. He does like have all the characteristics of like a serial killer, so I can kind of get why like some people would be um kind of afraid of him. Yeah, but no one's actually afraid of him. They're tormenting him. Yeah. Also, I don't get the whole thermos thing too. You know, it's just like a lot of weird gags. It's like an Inspector Gadget thermos, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like kind of goofy. It's just there as a plot convenience, right? He can he just nonstop solving problems with this thermos. And I was thinking, perfectly fine for this style of movie, and in fact, perfectly fine for uh, a very beloved British television show that nerds in America love too. I'm talking, <laughs> of course, about Doctor Who. He's got the sonic dildo that's like a, a plot <laughs> convenience. For right? a second, I thought you were going to talk about Mr. Bean. I'm like, yeah, I guess it's a little Mr. Bean. <laughs> No, I'm talking about Doctor Who, right? He's got the sonic dildo. He can do anything with the sonic dildo. And sir, I believe he's a screwdriver. I don't give a fuck. I hate Doctor Who. <laughs> I remember when I broke my ribs on New Year's. Um, it took me like a week to go to the doctor because I was like, I'll walk it off, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll walk a couple broken, broken ribs. Take that shit like, up and move on with your life, you pussy. I mean, honestly, they can't do. They couldn't do anything about it anyways. They just gave me drugs. But anyway, yeah, the next like week or so, I was pretty much just in bed, um, taking painkillers and eating sandwiches, sleeping a lot because <laughs> I don't know, painkillers make you sleepy and hungry for sandwiches. But uh, hey, I was watching I mean, I sandwiches, painkillers right now. I just like was watching Doctor Who in and out of consciousness um, during that that period, and uh, man, I fucking hate Doctor Who. He's 
uh, a plot contrivances come up let me hammer wildly on a keyboard and uh, use jargon and then oh problem solved oh another problem oh geez uh, fucking i can't believe so many people love that shit <laughs> i don't know it's just like x files for uh, a younger set uh no x files is good and sexy <laughs> doctor who is uh lame well you can't it's, it's a kid's show you can't make it too sexy yeah it's also like, hey, you honestly do. It's just you're talking about the same thing that um, we just talked about. Where like, uh, yeah, kids for it's for kids. You know, you're not really supposed to like it as mm-hmm. an adult. I mean, it's one of the I watch Dark too, but again, it's one of those things I watch with the kids. Yeah, but why so many adults love it? Why do they get mad when a woman was Doctor? <laughs> no, that's just dumb. That you know that I mean, I don't know if that's the same thing because I feel like you could lock Doctor Who and be okay that it's a woman. Okay, but so why do you um, adults watch it and love it so much? Hey, you know, what? it's just <laughs> adults like a lot of stupid shit. You know, you act like adults are all these perfect, smart, uh, wonderful people. I, I don't think that um, people really age that much. You know, I, I think who you are at, uh, at 18 is basically who you're going to be at 40. And to for people to deny that and say that there's all this growth that you do, um, I've not seen that at all in my life. From anybody. I've, I've done quite a bit of growth since I was 18, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I guess 98% of people, especially through the lens of the internet, um, a lot of soft-ass baby brains that like baby shit and, like, can't handle being scared or anything that really, you know, anything that really harshes their mellow. <laughs> you know, fucking a lot of baby-brained assholes who just, oh, more products, give me more Netflix original content for babies. <laughs> there's I've never there's never been a more meaningful story told than the story of Avatar the Last Airbender. Oh no, I refuse to watch any film that was made for adults. <laughs> it's all just sex and violence. I've never watched an adult film. <laughs> I, I don't really we, Yeah, I don't know, man. Like there's that those people always have existed. I don't it's yeah, just I hate them. <laughs> It's just that the movie industry has found out that they can just pump out the same kind of bullshit. You know, I again, I've, I've watched over the spooky season. I've watched the the Halloween franchise, well, basically mm-hmm. all of them at this point. I have a couple left to rewatch. Just the last uh, uh, ones from uh, the new fran- new trilogy. But I, the movie industry has always tried to do the same shit and force feed everybody the same movie over and over again. It's now they figure out how to do it. Yeah, which is fine. My problem with it is people um, trying to like use the language of like revolution or morality around them only consuming like consumer grade baby brain bullshit. You know, trying to elevate it, like elevating Marvel movies. Well, yeah, even. they're just trying to elevate themselves, like, yeah, which is like, oh. which is what we do on this podcast every day. Yeah, they need to stay in their lane though. Like, I'm not pretentious because I watch foreign films; they're just better. No, I'm pre- I'm pretentious because I watch Korean variety shows. Yeah, exactly. I'm out here watching the stupid shit, but it's like not my. I don't. I don't. Running Man, the Korean variety show is. Oh man, it's the most compelling story ever told. Dare you criticize Running Man? You racist. <laughs> He's got to stop. Uh, there's like uh, some shit going on. So first of all, um, uh, there's an escape uh, mental patient, right? And it's like, oh, maybe it's his new neighbor, Steve Buscemi, who's pretty weird. But then also there's people disappearing on Halloween night. A lot of shit happens on this day, too. This is like the longest Halloween ever, huh? Oh, man, it's like 26 hours. 
Yeah, he he like goes to his job at the deli and gets scared by Ray Liotta. Then he runs into his love interest, and then he Ray Liotta's dad is having a funeral. Or there's a funeral for Ray Liotta's dad. He he's not hosting it. His dad's <laughs> dead. <laughs> and then the, the, he goes to the school to tell them about safety for Halloween, and all the kids assault him with food and shit. yeah, like and the then, timeline makes no fucking sense. It's just like the longest day of all time. I understand why he is like so concerned about Halloween now because he li- so the town of Salem goes into like a time vortex and Halloween seems to last like a week. Which right. would obviously be pretty tight. <laughs> no, I think what happens in Salem when Halloween happens is that just a bunch of assholes come in for, for tourism and it's uh just jam packed, just ass to ankles out there. Uh you mean like, like life, Korea. That's what yeah. Oh, like each one. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's crazy. That why why is Salem the the Halloween capital of the United States? Because a lot of few hundred years ago, they hung some witches and drowned them and shit. Mm. But not even witches, you know, women. They just they drowned some women. There's a pretty good joke in this. His uh, ancestor was a woman who was like, "Hey, witches aren't real." <laughs> they burned her to be a witch. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that shit did happen, huh? Um, yeah, shocking revelation though. The person who's actually doing the nabbing and potential killing is actually Hubie Halloween's mother, who's getting revenge for the town bullying him. And honestly, she's yeah. not wrong. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, uh. I mean, the only victim that really uh, I felt bad for is the Freddie Mercury kid, because he's still a teenager. He might grow and you know change his ways, anyways. But Ray Liotta, Tim Meadows, and Maya Rudolph. They're grown-ass adults bullying you <laughs> Halloween. They don't need to do that shit. I don't know. If you're fucking 18 years old as a senior and your fucking entire life is bullying freshmen, I don't think you're going to get much better. Maybe you should yeah, be burned in the state. Those are the people that grow up to become Donald Trump. 18 is way different than, I don't know, 50? Or in Ray Liotta's case, 70? 60? I don't think... Yeah, how old did he live to be? I don't know. He's pretty old. He's like our dad's age. Your dad's not 70 yet. Yeah, yes. He, he just turned 70. Oh, that's right. Damn. In July. It's crazy. 70 for our parents uh, doesn't seem like the 70 that I recall for like dad's parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, but grandma was always was, was way better off than dad's parents, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, so town hates him. He doesn't mind, though. He's just doing his thing. It's out here. He'll be Halloween. Obviously, he's in love with uh, was Violet Valentine? Vicky Valancourt. She's like the she was the high school like hot shit. She's a hot girl. She stayed hot. She's but she's nice, you know. Usually those are the hottest girls in high school, anyways. And throughout your life is um they're hot, but they're also nice about it, you know. I like a real uh, mean, real mean bitch. I was gonna say I actually don't hardly ever um date women like that. I date hot girls who are kind of mean. <laughs> I like it for some reason. I like it when girls are kind of mean. Especially, like, if they're mean to everyone else but me. That's the shit right there. Well, then eventually they're mean to you. Yeah, it's kind of mutual a lot of the time. I've been in a lot of toxic relationships, to be honest. But now that we're older, you mentioned people haven't really changed since they're 18. I don't know. I'm friends with all my exes now, and we're, like, completely different people. I I don't know. I mean, you say that, but, like, if you get into the relationship with them and, like, a new relationship with them, do you you see yourself actually changing that the previous pattern i don't know I'm like my own personal yeah. opinion is like i don't Absolutely. think i don't think people really have, really do change that much like it, uh, 
Uh, I mean, you can stop some of the habits that, or some of the put your and change some of the environments that you're in. But you, as a person, I don't think you really really change that much. Some people do. I just don't think most people uh, take the time and introspection and work that it would take. I mean, like, oh, I've changed so much since I was in my twenties. No, you just got older and lazier. Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. It just seems like the people that I'm still in touch with have changed quite a bit, and for the positive usually. But that said. I don't know. The people I've generally surrounded myself with aren't um, like lame watts. So, and when we were all hanging out together in our twenties and stuff, we were all pretty bad. So there was really nowhere else to go but up. You know? Nope. So maybe that has to do with it. I don't know. We didn't really have any Hubie Halloweens hanging around who were doing <laughs> it just for the love of safety and protecting the community. Well, I gotta make we sure were... everything everybody gets home safe for Halloween or something. Yeah, I mean, I had a few friends that were, like, matronly and, like, kind of took care of people and stuff. But most of us were, like, criminals and drug addicts and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, but Hubie's got us. He's on the case. Um, it's just a series of different gags, him interacting with different um, character actors and comedians and stuff. It's pretty funny. Tim Meadows shows up, and he's just, like, a sinister asshole for some reason. I like when Hubie Halloween is like, hey, oh, how's night school going? He's like, it dropped out three years ago i couldn't take it yeah it's funny tim Meadows is funny he's always got a, he just got good delivery he can say like the stupidest shit and it's funny to me anyways i don't know uh maya rudolph's funny i like how she's always maya rudolph is really good at playing like um a horny woman on the edge you know <laughs> the like classic the maya rudolph character kind of like i don't know she's got like she got that vibe to her she's a sexy lady um what else what else what else uh stranger things kid is fine the stranger thing himself right? he's the stranger he's, things he's the one that gets stranger thing he's pretty much like the titular character he's the stranger thing no titular. uh isn't it uh 11 the titular character she's the strangest of things i don't know i haven't i don't i didn't watch the most recent season i don't know <laughs> To me, it's the kid that got snatched, and then the, he's he's got really bad like IBS since he came back. <laughs> well, you know, when you go to the upside it down, it fucks with your mm-hmm. gut bacteria. He's uh, full of microplastics in the upside down. That's where all the microplastics go when you shit them out. Nah, that's gonna be the big reveal for season five. Turns out it's climate change. Um, what other cool gags in it? Oh, he catches at the beginning of the movie. He catches those eggs. The kids are trying to egg him. Vomits. That shit's funny. I like when people throw up in movies. <laughs> to a certain extent, my favorite like throw up scene is um, you know, a uh, hot rod, the lazy no fucking what's the name of those boys? Lazy Island. Yeah, Lonely, Lonely Island. Island, not the Lazy Island. Lonely Island. You know their movie in the very beginning when he goes to do a stunt and he crashes real hard and then just starts throwing up because he's hurt so bad. My favorite throw-up scene is still uh, Stand By Me and the, the story of the kid in the pie eating contest. No, nah, it's Hot Rod. It's so funny to me for someone to be hurt so bad that they throw <laughs> up. That's just hilarious. So you're wrong. Your opinion is wrong. It's Hot Rod. No, because the Hot Rod's not the best at anything. Get out of here. Your opinion's wrong. Um, there's a really good visual gag where like all the hot girls on the news are Harley Quinn. Oh, I like that. That was funny. But yeah, but then they call attention to it and it ruins it. Yeah, I wish they wouldn't have called it out. 
Yeah, I wish it just would have happened. Like, there's another good visual gag that they don't call out when Hubie comes in in his ghost costume and it's just a pissed on bed sheet because he's been pissed in the bed or whatever. Well, yeah, they kind of they kind of do a little bit because all the kids are like, ugh. Yeah, but it's like fucking, you know, they don't straight up say like, oh, it's a pee-pee sheet. Oh, like no, pee-pee. Like, yeah, that's the, that probably cut that one. Yeah, so that's pretty good. I like the pee-pee ghost. I <laughs> think... If I was going to go anywhere, like Halloween, if I was going to go to parties or anything, <laughs> well, this is a really a good costume, yeah. Yeah, next year I'm going to be a PB ghost. You should do I a little really... brown stain, too. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. And then Rob Schneider's PB gag is pretty good. Um, I'm just telling you the gags that I like, because whatever, <laughs> that's what the movie is, is a series of gags. Bunch of gags, yeah. Uh, Maya Rudolph sets them up to get pranked by Tim Meadows or Husbands. I thought that um, was a really stupid gag, uh, whole setup. You know what I mean? Because it's just like <laughs> so much work yeah, involved. Where do those kids come from? That's what I was gonna point out. Like all of a sudden, he's got a gang of O'Doyles in the car. That's fucking weird. Oh yeah, there's a call back to the O'Doyles. There's more O'Doyles from. They're everywhere. Those O'Doyles. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Kevin James has a beard and a wig. I like the end of the movie. So at the end of the movie, Hubie saves the day. He gets the girl. Now he's the dad to the foster kids. I like the costumes on the kids at the end of the movie that are just like people from the town. I think that'd be funny to do <laughs> in a small town. Like I'm dressed up as the dry grocer, dry goods grocer. I'm the mayor. Like oh no, don't do blackface. Oh yeah. Also, Hubie becomes the mayor because why wouldn't he? You know, he cares about the community. He's out what? there putting in because the they already had George market. Wallace as the mayor, the king of Las Vegas. Yeah, he sucked. He was, all the people were getting snatched up while he was in charge. Yep. Hubie's the one who solved it. So many great one-liners that I missed out on. Uh, Steve Buscemi's uh, character is interesting. Um, he just thinks he's a werewolf. I, I thought that was a pretty good like plot element. Or it would have worked better in like a better movie. But it's okay, you know? Uh, whatever. What do you like about the movie? <laughs> I, like, uh, I like that it ended. It's not too long. That's pretty good. Right? Yeah, it's still, still honestly for a Halloween movie, and uh, like a kind of a you know, funny family Halloween movie. Hour and forty three minutes is a little long. Yeah, that's true. It's, it needs to be like solid ninety minutes, maybe even eighty. Yeah, I was gonna say one twenty is about where, where I want to see yeah. it. And also, problem too is like the the structure of it is just all over the place. It is. I was gonna say what structure. Days. Yeah, it's just one of those movies where like sh- shit's happening. Shit, shit just keeps happening. Man, be real out there, don't I? Just the one. There's a gag. Oh shit, we're changing sets. We're going to a different location. Ah, oh, another gag. But uh, shockingly, it looks pretty good. There's some fun sets in it. Um, they did a lot of work, like coming up with the costumes for everybody. I thought that was pretty cute. It is weird when he goes to like the kids' party in that barn and like um the worst like post punk goth terrible band is playing yeah i was making fun of that song when we started remember oh, vampire dracula mommy here they for sure should have just it should have been like rl grimes like halloween mix from whatever year that was like that's what the kids would be listening to or i guess jack harlow apparently I yeah know. i don't know man like, if just if you're gonna do a like a spooky just do a have them sing an old spooky song don't try to make up your own or yeah, i think that's the way it was because it was it was not good yeah, but they didn't have to license anything, did they? Checkmate. Liberals. I can't. I've, some of those songs can't be that expensive. Well, they also had Monster Mash in the movie already. Anyway, yeah. So. They had another needle drop that I actually liked, but now I can't remember what it was. I guess it wasn't that um, spectacular. Yeah, superstition. 
That was Death Grips. All of a sudden, the fucking Death Grips song was playing. Uh, let's look at some fucking trivia about Hubie Halloween. Let's not. Uh, Hubie has a poster of Burt Reynolds from Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, that's cool. It's a tribute to uh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, because they work together on Longest Yard. Adam Sandler's real life daughters and wife appear in the film. Nice. Daughters and wives. Yeah. Whoa, he's a bigamist. No, polygamist. Polygamist? Yeah. Bigamy implies something slightly different. Oh, what's the difference? In, in practice, bigamy. nothing. Oh, bigamy? Bigamy. Well, you're a bigot if you're a bigamy. Biggest. Uh, there's a fun running gag where his mom keeps getting clothes from the, um, like fucking. Yeah, they're all, uh, oh, what's, what's a boner? And there's one that's like got a target on it, and it says, "If you can read this, you're in the fart zone or some shit." <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty funny. But it go- that goes back to what we talked about earlier. It's like how many- how long is Halloween again? Why is she changing her clothes so much? Old ladies, they're always spilling shit on their um, clothes. It's, Plus, it's you know, they're leaking stuff from their mini glands. Okay. Uh, this is the fifth Adam Sandler film where his love interest has the initials VV. Got Billy Madison with Veronica Vaughn, Happy Gilmore with Virginia Vennett, The Waterboy, Vicky Valancourt, and Little Nikki, Valerie Varen. No one remembers Little Nikki. Uh, the um, Waterboy love interest, isn't that Feruza Balk? Is it? I can't. I'd have to look it up. Yes, it is. It right is. Now. You're right. The witch. She's, she's got big witch energy. Yeah, I fucking love her. I love her so much. Okay. Whoa. Creep getting creepy. <laughs> uh, and we're done. Hey, happy Halloween, everybody. Fuck that shit. We got more trivia to read about. Oh, man. I'm going. Halloween. 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 It's the third collaboration between Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller. Happy Gilmore and the Meyerwood stories. God damn it. Oh, there's that, uh, that other. um. Uh, SNL lady is in it, you know. Um, her last name is like Via Lobos or something like that. Melissa Via Lobos, yeah. About? I can't remember. She's got it. Well, there's a scene where uh, Hubie rescues the cat from the road and he throws it to her. Oh, yeah, she's talking mad shit. I like that. Um, uh, the, the love interest pulls up and it seems like those two are nemeses, right? Because <laughs> they're just straight up in each other's shit right away. I like that. that that's, that's funny, like, little on-site thing to me. <laughs> when she just pulls up, she's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you want me to get out of this car? I'll beat you that's with that ugly funny. cat. Many of the cast members in the film also made appearances in the grown-up franchise. Duh. No shit. <laughs> also in many other Adam Sanders movies. One of the characters is dressed up as Barb from Stranger Things. Wow. Hubie lives on Elm Street, and obviously it's not a nightmare on Elm Street. Elm Street. Mm, these are great. From the director of Little Nicky. Oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Michael Chiklis is in it, too. The oh, thing. yeah. He's the priest. <laughs> and the, the shield. The thing in the shield. <laughs> he's the shield thing. Oh, shit. Say the Massachusetts. Same location as Hocus Pocus. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Shit. The same location of a lot of fucking movies that take place in Salem because of all the witches that were not oh, actually okay. existed but killed them this is an awesome imdb fact it's it's heavily speculated to have been made as a retaliation to sandler not getting an oscar nomination for uncut gems what the fuck how does that what make sense what do they mean 
Oh, shit. Well, you don't like my good gems? I'm going to make Hubie Halloween. I don't think Sam even thinks that way. I'll make some, uh, some stupid bullshit like a lot of the other stuff I've made. Take that. I'll, I'll show them. The Academy, you bitch. What the fuck? Steve Downey, Kevin James, look in the movie, maybe a tribute to Essex County's Rob Zombie, who has written directed horror movies as well as incorporated horror elements into his music. Zombie grew up in Haverfield, Massachusetts, not far from Sam. He doesn't fucking look anything like Rob Zombie. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but they got to stretch it out because there's a really weak trivia in this movie. So they got to gotta try to find something. Yeah, that also reminds me, um, when I'm watching the Halloween uh, movies. It's fun to watch the credits of the Rob Zombie ones just to see someone credited as uh, assistant to Mr. Zombie. Robert Wolfgang Zombie. A UK podcast, The Sandler Pit, considered the film one of Sandler's better offerings and allowed the film residence in their hollowed Sandler castle. Fuck that podcast. Don't listen to any other podcast except for Content Sewer. Because they like this movie, I no longer like Hubie Halloween. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Fucking one out of ten. Fuck this shit. It's the worst Sandler movie ever made. Even worse than that one with Al Pacino. The final reveal of Hubie's mother seeking revenge on those that made fun of her son is an homage to Jason Voorhees. Oh, for, really? Really? What about the POV shots from the killer's mask? Is that an homage to Halloween? No. What about the one the the, the scene at the drive-in when the, the, the he's about to do the car prank and it's like a landscape shot with the lights turning on? Is that an homage to fucking uh, Christine? Uh, no, I think it's uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Nah, there's a bunch of horror homages in it. They did their best, you know. Oh, this there's a pumpkin max mask next to his mother when he realizes she's a killer. It's a reference to Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, I guess. <laughs> Good I pumpkins. Guess. Oh, this is the fourth film in which, in which Steve Buscemi portrays a werewolf. The other three films being the Hotel Transylvania trilogy. Hey, Adam Sandler's in Hotel Transylvania too, huh? Yeah, he's, he's he's the main draw, Hotel Transylvania. Uh, are the other monsters in the movie all played by Adam Sandler's friends? I think I'm just now putting yeah. this all together. Yeah, you figured it out. <laughs> oh, you got David Spade, you got Kevin James, uh, uh, CeeLo Green's in it. Which I don't know how he where he rolls in the Adam Sandler yeah. cast, but you know, like Sandler rolls deep. Uh, Noah's Schnapp's character, Tommy, dressed as Ziggy Stardust, which was David Bowie's alter ego in the movie Mr. Deeds. Santa's character, Longfellow Deeds, while in the helicopter singing Space Oddity, which was originally by David Bowie. He but does he's also, not dress as... He's a tin, tin Man with the lightning bolt thing, I guess, but... Yeah, no, he's just Tin Man. Someone's just making shit up. <laughs> Can't trust IMDb anymore. References to previous Sandler movies. Pea Sheet is Waterboy. Lady Dressed Old Fashioned is Billy Madison. Dodgeball in School is Billy Madison. Nurse, Nurse Orderly is Happy Gilmore. Got You O'Doyle is Billy Madison. Love Interest is Julie Bowen is Happy Gilmore. Burt Reynolds poster is Longest Yard. Devil Mask on Priest is Little Nicky. I guess, man. Whatever you say, IMDb. Whatever you Fuck say. Him. Let's see what people had to say on Letterboxd and then let's get the fuck out of here. Entire Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. QB Halloween. You know the Dead Kennedy's Halloween song is better than Misfits Halloween. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh let's see. Let's see these people who love this shit. Annual rewatch. I still believe Steve Bashemi should have won all the awards for his performance. He was okay. the best part. Cheesy plot with an absolutely unbelievable cast. It's perfect. 
So many goddamn jokes, so damn funny, and a million percent commitment from Sandler. Tim Meadows is so freaking great in this. I dropped out three years ago. Shut up. <laughs> Buscemi and Rob, nobody pees more than you. I'm peeing now. The, these are This guy is right. Those were like some of the good jokes in the movie. I think I already talked about that. <laughs> I like those jokes. <laughs> oh, my boner. Oh, yeah, the running boner gag is funny, too. Because remember that when people on the internet discovered um, boner memes like that? The, no, the Batman left in my boner. <laughs> Yeah, the panel from Batman, old Batman comics are people like, what? That's like when the kid's like, I don't think he understands boner, what it means. I'm like, he's technically using it correctly. Yeah, I think you don't understand the boner means. Yeah, stupid Zoomers. Fucking Zoomers, I hate them, man. They're always on TikTok trying to cancel everyone for, like, kissing and stuff. I don't know, actually, what they're doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone, I went to look at the negative reviews. Someone gave it half a star or whatever, and then wrote like fucking six paragraphs. Come on, man. It's Hubie Halloween. <laughs> that man later broke into Nancy Pelosi's house. Yeah, cause, probably because this movie is all about the cuckification of real masculine men or whatever, right? Because real men don't care about their community or protecting kids or people weaker than them. He yeah, they, they drink beer and fuck bi- bitches? Is that what we're yeah. talking about? The only real man in this movie is Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't even care about his dad dying. Yeah, especially the part where he gets turned out by the turned down by the beautiful younger woman. That's highly relatable to real men. <laughs> gotta keep trying. I gotta go take my anger and frustration out on someone smaller and weaker than me. Thank you. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did the plot change like four times in such a short amount of time? I think we aren't over this goddamn mess. It's not necessarily the plot's changing. It's like it doesn't actually ever zero in on the plot. Yeah, it's like we can't focus. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. I thought this was pronounced Hubby Halloween until he said his name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> weird shit to... I'm just, I'm just going to post this on Letterboxd. And <laughs> it's a nice, solid day. Uh, was made months after Uncut Gems and is infinitely worse. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a Sandler. Un- it's like not even close to even realm the same type of movie, to be honest. What are you, these people, don't you know the Sandman? Stop giving Adam Sandler money, they will never learn. I didn't know Sandman was non-binary. <laughs> get it? That's like a conservative joke about pronouns. <laughs> Do you get it? No. What am I missing? They just referred to the that poster ref, referred to Adam Sandler in the sentence as they. Ah, uh, hmm. It wasn't <laughs> a very good joke. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Adam Sandler autistic? I think they made a mistake. They meant to say artistic. <laughs> I think they were trying to make a thing about his voice or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just because like you're a weirdo doesn't mean you have autism. Like, no, I think that people on the internet think that's what it means now. It's like I'm a little weird. I must be autistic. Yeah, I don't think I'm autistic, but I'm pretty fucking weird. Uh oh, Letterbox has Halloween decorations on their site too. There's blood dripping from the logo. Mm. Mm. Halloween. Well, happy Halloween, happy Hooby Halloween, Hooby Happy Halloween. I give it like a five out of ten. It was Man, way better a- than Ridiculous Six. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, this is an acceptable Sandler movie. You know, if you want to watch something a little cute for Halloween, you, this is this is something you can watch. It's definitely better than Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah, like, I, I, I'll watch this shit again. I won't ever watch Hocus Pocus 2 again, but I'll watch UV Halloween again. That shit's fine. 
some good shit. Sandler's good. I don't know. There's just probably because we're like millennial dickheads, but like I don't know. I like watching Adam Sandler shit. You always know what you're getting with Adam Sandler, to be honest. Like fucking Mr. Deeds is a fine movie to watch on a Sunday. Hubie Halloween is. Great yeah, I know it is because Comedy Central plays it every Sunday. Yeah, that shit's good. You just fucking light up a blunt, watch Mr. Deeds, fucking get real sleepy like me. I don't know what happened to me. I worked out my legs today. Maybe that's what it is. I'm real tired today. I'm going to eat dinner after this and go to bed. Sounds like fun. I'm dying. We're all dying. Yep. Dying to get into Halloween parties. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We'll see you again in the next Halloween. Yep, we're, we're putting this podcast on hiatus until Halloween. This is only Netflix. Well, I mean, I can assume you guys are going to do either, No one listens to us except for the Halloween ones. That uh, We got to watch another movie next week, though. That won't be Halloween. Halloween's over. It's canceled. It's done. Hubie Halloween. Putting that stop to it. There'll never be another better Halloween movie than Hubie Halloween. No reason to, no reason to ever review him again. We got to watch something else next week. And what we're going to watch since spooky season is over and it's time to get bummed out. We're going to watch the new All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, God damn. I can't believe they're making, remaking All Quiet on the Western Front. Supposedly, it's pretty good. It's also the most expensive German film ever made, I believe. Yeah, well, it's, you know. How many know German that, films have I ever made? Three? We're going to check it out. Uh, I'm going to, shock, shockingly, I believe the movie is about how war is bad. What do you think? You think they're going to be like, war rules? You know, I've seen the original, and I've read the yeah. book. Um, I think unless they do some, dra- you know, obviously it's a showrunner and it's an adaptation, so they want to make the story mm. their own. Um, <laughs> mix it up. You know, this is the showrunner's uh, vision now, not not the original. So maybe, maybe it's not. It's maybe it's rural or it's real cool. It kind of sucks. Would it, wouldn't it do a great if Germany actually won in World War One? Sure, I love the Kaiser. <laughs> uh, Must yeah, guess for everybody. They're probably yeah, he, no up. one actually wore, we're on World War One. If you, you know, then never end. We're still yeah. The we're fucking. Let's the, put a pause on it. Yeah, we're gonna watch that. All quiet on Western Front. Hopefully, they mix it up a little bit. I don't want to just watch a remake. Yeah, I guess it, it ended for the Ottoman Empire. Better be about how cool World War One was. Everybody loved it. Trench warfare, badass. <laughs> oh, yeah, nothing greater than ah, uh, my feet are rotten out. What's that? Oh, uh, killer mustard grass. Uh, my best friend died right next to me when I was sleeping. I didn't even know it. What a fun time. Hell yeah, mustard gas. Battle of the Psalm. That's where Tolkien saw all his friends die. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, never, that didn't color his writing at all. Yeah, let's get bummed out next week. Happy Halloween. Enjoy that shit. Uh, show, it's the showrunner's choice now, just like The Witcher, right? That's why Henry Cavill doesn't want to be The Witcher anymore. Yeah, whatever. The Witcher wasn't very good to begin with. I don't like The Witcher books. Whatever. I don't care. It's like fucking not enough, like the hanging and banging. I like started to watch the second season. I guess he's like, "Where's all and, the hanging and banging?" Hey, look, yeah. yeah, I'm not in the Witcher for philosophy. I'm in here for acid titties. That is not why I wanted to watch it. I well, that was Henry Cavill's uh, problem with it. Is that we didn't get inside uh, you know, Geralt's head enough because you know he's like a real philosophy type guy. You know, he's a minor philosopher. He he really thinks. He's a thinking man. He's a thinking man's Witcher. Oh, I don't give a fuck about that shit either. <laughs> no. Yeah, I so to... it sounds like both the showrunner's vision and uh, and Henry's vision, old Hank's vision, are are different than what you actually wanted. 
No, I've someone needs to be brave enough to make a fantasy series that's like about the shit that people actually people like me actually want to see in fantasy series. Remember like the early right. Yeah, um, no, 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 I got it. We're, okay. what we're doing. You and I are gonna pitch uh, a fantasy series uh, I don't know, HBO Max Deathstalkers. Well yeah, I just like I'll my pitch is gonna I'll go into HBO Max or whatever and be like we'll just put up a bunch of Frank friends that are it, right? And they'll be like, look at this nineteen eighty six Magic the Gathering card. What do you see? And they'll be like, Well, a big titted barbarian woman. And I'll be like, Yeah. Imagine seeing her naked. Boom. TV show. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what I want to see. I want to see like Ralph Bakshi, Frank Franzetta, like horny, oh, just man. fucking murder porn. That's yeah. never, they're never, they're not making that. You know, uh, I don't know who was brave enough to finance that show for us. Yeah. Someone do it because <laughs> what's what does Shutter want to get into some uh, uh some dark fantasy stuff? Hell yeah, I'll pitch it to Shutter. Shutter, imagine if you will. I honestly think that might be the place for it if you make it a little more instead of like uh, I don't know, I mean, Death Stalker is already a little dark fantasy, right? But I mean, I'll come up with an actual plot or some shit that'll keep people you know watching episode to episode, but like the main thrust of this is it's gonna be a bunch of really hot people like banging and killing. That's the, that's know. basically Game of Thrones, except, uh, yeah. except yeah, I assume the, you're not going to shoot like a stage play. No, uh, we're going to actually utilize lights. Um, we're going to the costumes aren't going to make everyone look like they're all wearing the same fucking leather doublet or whatever. Why is everyone dressed the same fucking same in Game? Because that's what people that's wore wore back in ye old medieval times, just like in Game of Thrones or something. If you read the books, everyone's wearing ridiculous shit. That's what I want to see. I want to see ridiculous shit. Why isn't Renly in fucking green armor with horns and shit? Ridiculous. No, they didn't, they implied the horns. They had no fucking style in that shit. No, they really didn't. You know, I guess maybe or my, my imagination is a little bit broader. I don't know. Just to get back to what we talked about at the very beginning of this podcast, if you're not going to create like the most emotionally resonant story of all time in a film, you know, if your story isn't that powerful then you have to at least like make an impact visually. It needs to look good. People need to remember it. You know, it's sonically and visually that you got to fucking leave your mark on that shit. If well, that's just, the big separation between that and like a comic book or a, like, I mean, you can argue visually in a comic book, but I, I would still say movies are more visually impacted, but you know, a comic book or a, a, a novel or short story or, or anything else you consume is the visual and sound aspects. Yeah. But no one seems to care about that shit anymore. Do they? Everything looks fucking the same. Yeah, I mean, again, no one really ever cared about it. Few people, a few people cared about it, and uh, the problem is the industry doesn't care about it at all anymore. After I watched the panels Cosmatos episode, I was like, "Do I just like? Am I like way too concerned with visual stimulation as compared to other people or something?" Because like, I'll sit and watch stuff and be like, "This fucking," I'm like angry at how boring. A lot of movies and TV shows look. You know what I mean? I can like it, sort of forgive her TV shows sometimes, depending on the show. But you, I agree with you. Movies need to be visually stimulating. Otherwise, like I'll, I'd rather just read a fucking book. Well, that's the thing with Cabinet of Curiosities is it's ba- the budget that they have for each episode is basically like filming an episode of a TV show, and a lot of them look like an episode of a TV show because the people who directed them had no fucking vision, I guess. But the Panos Cosmonos one. 
doesn't look like that at all. They had a limited budget, so there's not very many locations, but every location looks really good. There's interesting camera work, interesting lighting, interesting sound design, interesting costuming, interesting dialogue, you know, on and on and on. And it just puts everything else to shame. Fucking someone let me make a movie or some shit. Uh, that's what it really is. There's all these like boring assholes out here just making like paint by numbers fucking TV show looking shit. Let me make something. <sighs> Content sewer. See you next week. Happy Halloween. All quiet on the Western front. All quiet on the Halloween front, I guess. Uh, go to uh, the website is vhskvlt.com. Donate some money so I can make big titty psychedelic murder fantasy. TV show or whatever. Tell your friends and family. Tell them about all my great ideas for movies. Uh, tell your friends, your crushes, your ops. Uh, tell your congressmen. Write into your senators and shit. Tell oh, them, yeah, for sure. Write and fucking write to your senators and your congress people. I, I, I fully endorse that. Please write Chris Cinema about this podcast. Yeah, let them know content sewers out here reviewing Netflix originals. And we got a lot of big ideas for movies and how to make them better.